Welcome to the Vince Del Monte Podcast Show, where each week we bring you the raw and real experiences, lessons, and timeless principles every man needs to master the five M's of manhood. By sharing conversations with the world's most successful people pursuing the five M's, you'll build muscle faster, achieve a winner's mindset, increase your money, dominate your mission, and go the distance with your marriage. My name is Vince Del Monte, entrepreneur, author, pro fitness model, and father. And I've helped tens of thousands of men transform their bodies and lives through muscle, entrepreneurship, and personal development. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. Hey, welcome back to the Vince Del Monte podcast. Welcome to 2021. This is going to be an incredible year. And we've been talking a lot about the necessity to be focused in 2021. And the uh, number one trait, I wouldn't say it's the number one trait, but one of the most important traits of a leader is to be able to direct attention and focus to what matters most. And in this podcast here, Coach Corby and I are going to share with you the business macros. You guys know what the macros in business are. You all know what the macros for fitness are, right? For building your body, you need protein, you need carbohydrates, you need fats. Well, can you tell me what the equivalent of protein, carbs, and fats are for your business? If you want to build your best body ever, you need to know how to allocate specific amounts of proteins, carbohydrates, and fats to your diet. You need to know how to manipulate those macronutrients if you want to continue to build your body, maintain your metabolism, and do impressive things with your physique. Guess what? The same goes in business. So in this podcast, you're going to want to grab a pen. You're going to want to grab some paper, and we are going to help you have your best year ever. Before we dive in, I want to thank you for the uh, growth of the Vince Del Monte podcast. Our downloads have doubled over the past six or so weeks, and we just are so grateful for your uh, We want to ask you to subscribe if you haven't yet. We want to ask you to leave a review if you haven't yet, and I would love for you to share this podcast with another fitness professional who is trying to start, grow, or scale their online fitness business. Our mission to help 1,000 fitness coaches scale to six figures, high six figures, and even seven figures by the end of uh, 2022. We're on pace to do that by the end of 2021, but our minimum viable goal is 2021. So without further ado, Corbs, how'd you bring in the new year? Oh man, I actually did a nice quiet celebration. Just six of us, we brought the new year in because I refuse to go into large parties at this point. It's just, it's too risky at this point because I not necessarily for me, but for the people I care about. I just mm-hmm. thought I would stay in a little tight space, not really tight, but just six of us. And that's the way I kept it simple. So, uh, and you got a I'm, big family, right? You got a big family, right? A regular Sunday dinner in my family has about 20, 25 people. 20, 25 people. That's wow. just a regular Sunday dinner, not Thanksgiving, nothing special. Yeah, so so this isn't easy for a guy like you. It's not easy for a guy like me who's used to going to uh, New Year's. I, the way I grew up, Corbs, we would get our suits on. We'd go to the Club Italia. We'd go to a hall. There'd be like literally a six, seven course dinner. There'd be a, a DJ. There would be a there'd be a buffet at midnight. Oh yeah, you'd stay at a hotel nearby. You go home at two o'clock in the morning, even if you're a kid. Oh, it was a full blown. It wasn't all right, guys. It's midnight. Let's go to bed or let's sit on the TV. It was a full on dance party. It was like a wedding. I grew up. New Year's Eve was like a wedding. So. 
I was with my cousins. You'd be going into the washroom. You'd be slicking your hair, going onto the dance floor, trying to get a beer at the pool. <laughs> so the, yeah, my, to think that my kids might not get that anytime soon, but I'm sure we'll make do in the future. But yeah, I think uh, we were, ours was pretty chill too. We went up to Collingwood. Flav and I uh, just chilled. Yeah, I don't we're know. not in the snow. We hardly, yeah, we hardly even made it to to midnight this year. We're like, oh my gosh, it's nine o'clock. Three more hours of this. Just sitting here, I was so tired. But I got a second wind around eleven. We started watching the Elevation Church praise party. Elevation was having just verdict was going crazy up on stage. It was amazing. So we brought the New Year in with Elevation Church, and then I went to bed a little after midnight and was watching Times Square a bit. It was pretty empty, depressing to see compared to other years. And then that was it. Pretty anticlimactic night for us. Oh, that's called adulting. When you get to be old, you like you got to take a nap. So you can do New Year's now. I got, so I took a nap in the afternoon for two hours so I can make sure I make it to midnight. Because there was no way <laughs> I was going to make it to midnight. That was no possibility that it happened. That's funny. All right, Corb. So let's dive in. We want to talk about the business macros. You shared this with me the other day. I really enjoyed uh, the analogy. I think our listeners are going to really get a lot of value out of this. Okay. I'm going to set up the nutrition and then you're going to set up the business component. So you want to build a physique, whether you want to build muscle whether you want to shred fat, get ready for a show, there is one macronutrient that trumps them all, and it's protein. And protein is worded in a, in a Latin word that means prior to everything else. So when you're thinking about your plate of food, you got your proteins, your fats, your carbohydrates. I was always trained, you eat your protein first. Protein comes before everything else. If you don't hit your fat macros, your carb macros, you have to hit your protein macros. And typically it's a gram per pound of body weight. So if I'm 220, I should be having 220 grams of protein per day. I can't sustain my muscle, my recovery, and I can't build new muscle tissue. So I can't actually get more shapely. I can't get harder. I can't continue to push in the gym. Let's talk about, so we know the importance of protein when it comes to building your physique. You just can't build a great physique without protein. All right. Especially, I'm going to take this to the next level, Corbs, high quality protein, because not all proteins are created equal. So low quality meat in your grocery store isn't the same as grass fed beef from, from a farm that's got excellent attending to the animal. So you've got high quality protein sources. You've got low quality protein sources. Uh, let's talk about what are we looking for in our business when it comes to protein? Vince, uh, it's clear like. When you have a business, the most important macro at the end of the day is you need leads. So leads are the critical factor in your business. I don't care what kind of business you have, even if it's the corner grocery store, the most important thing you need is leads because if people are not coming to your store, you're done. So a quick short analogy before I get into it, think about this pandemic. The way they're killing all of the small businesses is how they cut, they choked off their leads. Because right. now people can't come to your store, you have no leads, you have no way to sell anything. So that's going to kill your business off. So the first thing you got to think about as a business owner is you need to have good quality leads. And the reason why you need to have good quality leads is because those good quality leads eventually turn into customers at some point. So here's my question for everyone listening to this podcast today. What are you doing on a daily basis to generate high quality leads? Or are you, do you have a process to bring the leads in and bring them through your process 
so that you can turn these leads into to happy paying customers or clients, depending on what you do. So here's an easy way to think about it. When you wake up in the morning, what are you doing every day to make sure that you have enough leads? So is that 10 leads for you a day? Is that 20? Some of you listen to this, maybe need a thousand leads a day, depending on what your business is. So are you doing everything in your power to hit your leads, quote, 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 unquote, protein macros? Because if without leads, all the other ones don't matter because at the end of the day, without leads, you have nothing to sell. You have nothing to sell stuff to people at all. So the way you can think about it is, finally, is this. If you was just on a all, I don't know how you could do this, but if you just had all carbs and fat and, and no protein, at some point, everything's going to break down. So even if you do everything else, unless you have the greatest retention strategy in the world, your business will eventually die off at the vine. So just think about this yeah. pandemic. You know, so many businesses are dying because they don't have what? Protein. They still can serve you. They can still take care of you as a client when you come there. But if they don't have enough clients coming in, yeah, they eventually die. So make sure you're taking care of your sales macros on a daily basis. Through, uh, basically, you got to get those leads first. Yeah, I love that. So leads is first. Uh, I love that, like really assessing what's most important because, yeah, if you've got carbs and you can train hard, but you don't have leads, we'll have to put, let's put them all together or else it won't make full sense. Okay. Uh, people know where I'm going. All right. So we need high quality leads. And we're talking about, you said, like, how do you get high quality leads? I think that's the first thing. And that could be a podcast in itself. How do you attract high quality leads? That's going to be dictated. So I want to put a thing out there. We can save this for a separate podcast. There's no such thing as a low quality lead. Nope. There's either a nurtured lead or an unnurtured lead. Yep. So it's like kids are horrible. No, there's either a disciplined kid or an undisciplined kid. There's either a trained kid or an untrained kid. There's no such thing as a bad kid. That's true. There's just bad parenting. There's bad parenting, but kids are kids. Kid, I'm learning this through a book called The Gentle Parent. It's outstanding, by the way. And kids' behavior, my, my son jumps off the couch all the time, runs around, and my our nanny was getting a little too upset. And I said, this is normal child-appropriate behavior. He can jump off the couch. I don't want him to get hurt. I'm like... If he gets hurt, that's on me, but he's a kid. This is what kids are supposed to do. You can't tell a kid, don't jump off the couch all day. This is normal behavior. What you need to do is you need to spend time with the child and you have to connect with him. You have to collaborate with him and you have to communicate with him, the three C's. So I'm making this parallel because a lot of parents are like, oh, my kid is so bad. No. You haven't created the environment for your kid to develop. It's the same thing with your leads. Oh, Vince, I can't get good. Nobody has any money. Yeah, because you haven't developed these individuals from their lower self to their higher self so that they have the confidence to invest into themselves. Absolutely. We should do a podcast on that because there's no such thing as poor, low quality leads. I'm like, oh, my people, my demographic's so low, they have no money. No, you just haven't helped them see the value. So again, I want to make it real clear going into 2021, there's no such thing as low quality leads. All right. you have It's your job to get them to a state where they're in a position to buy. So we've sat on leads. All right. We need high quality leads. That's going to take time. 
without leads. This is the whole premise of our entire mastermind, especially this month in the year. Every training we've got coming to our members is designed around leads, leads. If you don't have people to talk to, then I don't know what you're focused on. All right. So we're going to look at your content. All right. We have to look at which platform you're on. Do you know the ins and outs of this platform or are you spread thin? Helping some of our members. Yesterday we had our members learn about Facebook marketing and Brittany was asking, should I be doing Facebook marketing? She's one of our top female students and she's crushing it right now with Instagram. And we told her just no, keep squeezing juice out of Instagram because she's already got consistent lead flow there. She just needs to continue to establish her reputation so that she can attract even more leads off of what she's built there. So just to stay on this lead flow analogy, I want to pull out as many analogies as possible. It's like when you're building your body, Corby, like my body responds really well to meat. All right. So I get, you know, my leads from, or I get my, my, get my meat from the butcher shop at a great price. It's an amazing spot. It's all Europeans. I get ribeye steaks. I get flank steak. I get ste uh, iron steak. I get all the, wow. oh yeah, Corbs. It's insane. Pepperettes, pork ribs, beef ribs, and it's high quality meat. So I don't go anywhere. I don't need to go to Loblaws anymore. I don't need to go to Freshco. I don't need to go to No Frills because it's low quality. They put crap meat. It's all the hormone based meat. So when you find a place where you're getting high quality meat, where when you find a place where you're getting high quality leads, stay there. I just keep going to the butcher shop now. I don't need to start experimenting with all these other uh, butcher shops in town because I've already found a high quality source. Absolutely. So this is like, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. To me, for me, I don't eat chicken. I don't eat fish. All right. I just don't believe in chicken. I think it's the dumbest food that ever. There's nothing in chicken. There's zero value to chicken except from the protein. There's no micronutrients in it. It's a stupid food. It's a wasted food. There's just no point of eating chicken. All right. Yeah. So you, you kind of got to fix. So that might be a, a certain platform where there's leads, but they're not, they're just, just, they're not, there's not much juice in them, if you will. So for me, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, podcasting, that's like good quality meat. There's good quality meat on those platforms. Is this analogy sticking with it or is it breaking down? No, it's not breaking down because it, it, it makes sense to me. If you got high quality sources to, to farm or pull from, it makes a big difference for you. So the source can really determine everything. So let's say in our world, if we're looking for fitness pros, if we're looking for, or think about whatever your business is, I'm going to go on a limb. Most of the people listening to this podcast, the worst place to look for leads is on like Disney Plus, their platform online. You, you don't want to have kids come and looking for your lead because they don't have, let's say, the means to buy your problem. Yeah. I mean, you can probably solve their problem, but they don't have the means to pay you to solve your problem. So people are looking in the wrong place a lot of times. Uh, there was an old looking for love in all the wrong places. Now, looking for leads in all the wrong places because they're, they're missing their opportunity to be effective. And that's the part that's killing them. And they don't see that. Mm. They're looking in the wrong place very aggressively. It doesn't matter. And so if I want to find top level athletes, I shouldn't go to the biggest loser and say, hey, where's the good athletes? That's not the... <laughs> That's not the ideal place for me to look for leads, Vince. But in my world, if I want high quality leads, I need to go to, let's say, LA Fitness. 
in this, mm-hmm. this particular case because I'm going to see personal trainers there who are pissed off. Got it. So I can find high quality leads there. I don't have to be in a rush to show up at the gym every day, nurture that relationship. And at some point, they're going to be like, what do you do? I help people like you get out of this nightmare. Mm. And they're going to be like, oh, okay, how do you do that? And then you can move on to the rest of the macros from that piece. I like it. I love it. Okay, so guys, I think we've hammered this home. Just to recap, the very first macro in building your most profitable year is leads. Leads is the equivalent of protein, but not all protein is created equal. Not all leads are created equal. All right, so we need high-quality leads just like you need high-quality meat. All right, we also need to find where can we find these high quality leads. When we find them, we can just keep shopping from that same place. The butcher shop, oh my goodness, I am good to go. Uh, I don't need to go anywhere else in town now. I'm getting my meat from the butcher shop and we can stay there for quite a while until maybe they drop the ball or something. So (laughs) we need to go find somewhere else. But right now I'm doubling down. I'm getting all my meat. I'm going to build my physique. I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to get more muscular because I found my go-to source. That's very crucial. Let's talk about carbohydrates. So by the way, we're doing a recap here. Proteins, carbs, and fats. What are the equivalents of those in your business? We're going to move on to carbohydrates. Carbs, I'll kick it off. Carbohydrates, when it comes to carbs in uh, fitness, carbohydrates are your preferred source of fuel. All right. So especially when you're doing anaerobic activity, okay, when you're doing resistance training, your body prefers to use carbohydrates and it's an immediate source of fuel. All right. Okay. Uh, carbohydrates gives you um, fullness. All right. So carbohydrates are composed of primary, primarily water. So they inflate your muscles. It's like putting water in a balloon. So mm-hmm. if your body's tighter and you're eating high quality carbs, we'll talk about the quality of carbs as well, because not all carbs are created equal as well. This will be a consistent theme here. Your muscles will look more round. You'll have that shapely look. You'll have that full look for a guy. Uh, you would describe them as men. Uh, dude, your muscles are popping. A girl, she look curvy and there are all those right spots. And it's, wow, the eye will be immediately pulled. So there's a lot of satisfaction when you eat carbs, especially at the right time. When you eat carbs, you'll be very satisfied because you'll take those selfie photos. Yeah. Uh, like, wow, how, holy cow. Look, and, and, and you keep going to the gym because you want to get another good selfie. You want to get another good selfie. And you get that praise on social media where people will say, holy cow, that was a sick selfie, man. You look insane right now. So there's a lot of satisfaction especially when you're eating carbs like breads and pastas and all that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't get on my pasta. Leave me alone. Talk about that because there's certain carbs that will make you look permanently satisfied and there's certain carbs that will only make that will make you look temporarily satisfied. I'm going to do my best not to break this down. So I want everyone's trying to figure out what are carbohydrates in my business. Let's talk about that. We know carbohydrates make you satisfied if you eat the right ones. Absolutely. Serving people is the carbs because everybody always gets excited about helping clients have breakthroughs, whatever kind of business you have, whether you're helping people build funnels, whether you're helping people build bodies, what is the, the, the most fun you have doing your business is what? Serving people. So when you look at your business, do you have enough people to serve right now? Are you serving them at a high level? Because that's where you're going to get your satisfaction from in your business. Me being a coach for so long now, the most satisfying thing to me is and Vince laughs at me sometimes. He goes, dude, every time somebody has a breakthrough or hits a new level in the business, it doesn't matter what time of the night it is, I'm texting Vince. So 
The reason why is because that's my juice. Seeing people win is my juice. So look at your business. What are you doing to set yourself up to be, quote unquote, satisfied? That's serving people, helping them out, moving them forward. That's where you're going to have a lot of the fun when you get that chance to serve people. It's going to really make a difference because that's going to help your proteins, quote unquote, your leads. You'll get more excited about your leads because if you nurture them right, now you're going to get a chance to serve those leads. So with the proteins and carbs, the right mix in your business, depending on that, what stage you're in, is going to really help your business move forward. And if you mismanage it, it's going to slow your business down. The idea is you don't want to have one gram of carbs or one customer and then nothing else coming in because that's not going to be very satisfying. So you got to figure out how many customers can I comfortably bring in at a time and keep it moving, keep the right amount of satiation or quote unquote satisfaction. And again, you got high quality customers <laughs> and you got low quality customers, but that comes from how you serve them and set them up. All right. So you're specifically talking about how to serve them is you need a great product. You need a great, absolutely got to have a great product. But the second part of that is you got to have great execution of a great product. What do you mean by that? Okay. I'll give you a perfect example. Everybody's heard of Blackberry, unless you're under like 25. I love my Blackberry. <laughs> Here's the funny thing about Blackberry, Vince. Do you know they came out with touchscreen technology way back in like the 90s? But they, they said- I was in high school then, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. I didn't have a phone back then, no. Yeah, well, they, they came out with that technology way back in the 90s, but they thought it would be of no use to people like us. So everybody's here probably used the Mac machine. If you haven't used the Mac machine before, just know- you need to double listen to this podcast because you probably don't have any money. We want to help you solve that problem. So we use a Mac machine. That's who BlackBerry sold that technology to and just decided it really wasn't good for phones. And then Apple comes along and say, because they thought touching the screen would make put fingerprints on the screen. That's how come using the original BlackBerry, there's no reason to touch the screen. Apple rethought that, took something that wasn't a great product, but they had poor execution, BlackBerry. And look what that's costing, essentially, their company. Only thing that's good about BlackBerry at this point is what? They have the best security network of all the cell phone companies, and they're holding on to that for dear life. But other than that, I can't. I don't know anyone with a BlackBerry anymore. At one point, it was the thing to have a, a BlackBerry. Listen to rap songs from back in that time. Everybody talked about their BlackBerry. Bring back the BlackBerry. Someone's <laughs> going back to BlackBerry. Make BlackBerry great again. I just got my iPhone 12 Pro Max. Like it's, yeah, it's you can't go back to anything after you play with that thing. Yeah, so nobody's going to go back to a flip phone. If they do, I'm, I'm a little nervous. So uh, <laughs> you just can't do it. Yeah, no one wants to trade down. Nobody. So we're talking about programs here. So let's just we're talking about carbohydrates being the thing that gets you most, that gets you excited in the gym because you can train hard. You get a massive pump. You want the pump. If you're training the gym, all my bodybuilding friends, everybody listening here knows that the pump, you do anything possible to get that pump. You get the right pump, you get some Hydromax in you, you get your carbs, your water, you get the reps right. That's when you take this, that's when you take the sweater off. That's when like you see your delts are popping, your arms are full, right? That's when you take the photo at the end of the workout because you get the most satisfaction. Now, what I'm gonna add to this is not now. There's certain carbohydrates like liquid carbs that can fill you up during a workout, but it's not a permanent pump, not a permanent pump. All right. It's a temporary pump. All right. There's certain carbohydrates that can fuel your growth that are higher quality. If you eat them more consistently, I would say any color potato, all right, white rice, and maybe oatmeal as well, depending on how your gut reacts. 
So what I want to talk about now is the quality of the carbohydrates is what's going to determine if you start to develop that permanent muscle, that permanent hardness, because your body's going to have a better quality carbohydrate source uh, to help you continue to fill out, recover. It's better on your gut, just helps your whole system work better. So without getting too complicated here, in business, you need a great freaking product. Yep. And we had a big advance call yesterday and everyone's like, what should I do for January? Just make your product better this month. How do I do that? Add something to it. So Catherine Gonzalez, mom, new mom in her program, she hit $72,000 in December, record month for her. She didn't even know. <laughs> She's like, I can't remember what I hit. I was at 60, 69. I said, 72. You told me. How did you forget? We we're on track for 50. Then things just blew up. And she added a, a, an extra component to her program. So she was leading with not just Black Friday discount, but there's a there was a bonus incentive to joining her program. I said, do that again in January. I said, but I already talked. I already had to present something else. So what she's doing now is creating a full-blown exercise execution database. She said she already got her videographer within 24 hours of our call, and she is going to build like a how-to exercise execution database for her woman. It's going to be a nice little investment for her, time and financial. But she can say now, hey, when you join my coaching program this month, you're also going to get this. Mm -hmm. And now she's leading with value. Hey, this bonus, I'll give you guys the positioning for everybody listening and who wants to take advantage of this right now. They could say, hey, this is going to be a standalone product in the future. But when you join this month, you're going to get it for free. So that's what's going to give you satisfaction when you're promoting. You're not always promoting from a stance of, hey, it's discounted. Hey, you get a month free. Hey, I'll save you some money because now you sound like a salesman. One the most value you're bringing to the table is just manipulating the price. Now you sound like a salesman. So her concern was, I don't want to come across as, I don't want to be known as the promotional person. I think that was, I don't want to be known as someone super promotional. I'm like, you do agree that you need to promote your program every single day of the year. No count, no, regardless, so you're concerned with how you're promoting your program. She's, ah, that's what I was looking for. I'm like, so promote it by adding value, but by adding something new every month. So I challenged her to come up with a new bonus to improve her program every single month of the year. That way she's leading with value and not with discounts. And this is a big takeaway. If you want to get the most satisfaction with your business, like I get satisfied knowing people are joining our program right now because they hear how the program's evolving. It's getting better. When you join now, you're going to get the high ticket blueprint. We're going to teach you how to build your program. It's a full blown course with Suzanne Galutso and I over 50 hours. You're also going to get our brand new Facebook domination course, which people have told me could be a $2,000 course in itself. Everything, what's that? That thing is killer. Yeah. So I built a full blown Facebook course on everything you need to know on monetization, growing your audience, engagement for personal page and groups. All right, everything you need, the best type of posts, how to organize your leads, everything. This is going to be a $2,000 course, and it probably will be. If you join the seven-figure mastermind right now, it's yours free. It's included. So do you see how I'm constantly evolving my program? Yep. So next month, there'll probably be something new. I've got a new systems course coming. Craig and I just put together a full-blown design and dominate your day. So if somebody says no to joining the coaching program today, that's fine. I'll have a better reason for you to join tomorrow and the day after and the day after. So you might as well just get in now before you get left behind because the program's only going to get better and better. 
the sooner you get in, the sooner you start growing. So yeah. that's your job as a marketer. So to, to get excitement from your business, one, you need to know your product's getting better. And two, you need to know your students are loving your program. I've seen some people, like one of the biggest complaints we hear, so I, I've got obviously intel with people who know other people's programs. And I'm like, what do people say about those guys' programs? And they're like, they're outdated. They're outdated. They haven't updated the damn program in over a year. They're literally, they haven't updated the program. How are they? That's not even ethical. I'm like, they're lazy and they're jumping on to the next thing. So we're updating our program every single month. Absolutely. Adding more information, but we're adding, we're improving stuff. And heck, sometimes we're taking stuff out to make it even more streamlined and simple to follow. So go ahead, Corp. No, the re- but I believe everything you're saying. It's not important that you don't have to convince me because I'm here every night. Like I'm here at 430 in the morning. I'm here. <laughs> we're talking late night, early morning. We're always coming up with good ideas. But here's the thing that's most important. If you're listening to this podcast right now, I want you to stop before you say, hey, what new bonuses I can create? All this other stuff. Here's the key. First, you need to nail the initial promise of your course or the what is the initial benefits of your course that you intend to give the people first before you start adding bonuses? Because yeah, here's a good old phrase, Vince. You probably heard this one before. If you build a house on sand, at some point we have a storm, it's going to blow away. Hmm. But if you build it on solid rock, yeah. if you have a storm, it's going to hold up. So you want to make sure the foundation of your program is solid. So yeah. benefits before bonuses, just like Webster set it up. Benefits before bonuses. So you want to you want to nail that first because if you nail it now, you can make it better. But don't make a bad product and keep adding bonuses because it doesn't matter how good the bonuses are. If it's on top of horse manure, it's still going to be poop. It's just going to be cute poop, but poop nonetheless. So you want to make sure you can deliver on the initial benefit because that's going to be the driver of the product. Because you want to have the initial, quote unquote, when you serve people, you want them to be happy with your product. Yeah. And how are you going to ensure that? Making sure you got all the components. You know, it's, it's so simple to make money online right now, right? There's a couple key things, right? You got to want to evolve. All right. If you're in for the, if you're in this, it's let's go back to, let's go back to the carbohydrate analogy. If you just want a good selfie, you could take highly branched cyclic dextrins plus three grams of Hydromax and you'll look really full drink two liters of water and i could tell you keep all your rep ranges keep your reps around 15 to 20 do six different exercises you'll have the most insane it actually doesn't even matter the workout you just get a good high quality workout make sure you're hydrated you have some rice three days before keep your fats lower have some hydromax and you will look you'll get a sick selfie all right but if you're not eating the whole food sources of carbohydrates. So I learned this from Charles Paulquin. If you want to look solid, eat solid food. If you want to look solid, you need to eat solid food. So this is what you're talking about. Benefits before bonuses. You need to have like, you, you can't, you can inflate your body for a temporary photo, but if you want to look like full all the time, you go on the streets, wherever event you're at, that he's like, holy cow, this guy looks like a brick house. You need to have consistently solid food in your diet. If you want to look solid, you need to eat solid food. You can't 
just live for the selfie or else you're like, oh, you look good in the gym, but that guy's really scrawny every other time you see him. All right. So that's the thing that you want to be big all the time to be big all the time. You need to have the right benefits as the foundation of your business. I love that. Okay. Let's segue. All right. So we've talked about proteins, which are leads. We've talked about carbs, which is a great program, which is going to serve people. Mm -hmm. And just to add that, add to that, when you have the great program, this is when you get the consistent testimonials. This is when you get the referrals. This is when you get the renewals. This is when you gain belief in your program. Like, wow, look at the amount of people transforming their body now. And this is like the problem with people in the gym. They just want a good selfie. So they just focus on the highly branched cyclic dextrins and the hydromax without actually saying, okay, I need to figure out how to get good quality carbs into my diet. So they never build, they can never get past that. Like just they're living for the selfie as opposed to being big permanently. So (laughs) I think we've hammered this home. So yes, I'm listening to people in our coaching program saying, so I should spend time building my program. Yes. Be patient, improve your program. And just don't be in such a freaking rush to make money. It's like, you imagine Apple tried to make the iPhone in 30 days? Guys, we got to make money in 30 days. I know it's an extreme example, but people come into a coaching program like, oh, I, I, I didn't make my investment back in the first month. I'm like, so what? You're, we're trying to help you build a freaking fortune. You didn't right? pay cash for your house. <laughs> you didn't pay cash for your house. It's going to take time for that asset to accumulate. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a different podcast. Let's talk about fats. So we've talked about those other two macros. When we look at, when you look at fat, the way I learned this from my bodybuilding friends is like fats, your happy hormone, uh, Corbs. So if I cut your fats out of your diet for even two to three days, you'd be a very miserable person. We wouldn't let you do any coaching calls. You'd You'd be very short with members. They would sense it. There would be tension and you'd probably snap on a few people. I'm serious. We probably see you drop a couple. We probably see you drop some colorful language that I know you don't use, but it would come out because that's what happens when you reduce your fats. So fats are your happy hormone. All right. They keep you satisfied. All right. They keep you full. All right. So let's think about fullness. All right. Fats keep you full. What keeps your business full? I'm sure everybody must know this one. Sales. Yeah. (laughs) You know, if, if you're not selling something, you don't have a business. So here, here's a little secret. If, if you listen to this podcast, stop everything unless you're driving. Here's the most important thing you got right now. Without sales, you're not in business. So if you're saying to yourself, you don't like sales, think about it. Your business is probably struggling. If you look at all of the top people in the world, period, what are they all good at? Sales. Unless they inherited their money. So you have to become good at sales, whether you, you that's the master skill you need to, to be to feel full, to feel satiated in your business. You need to have constant sales, bringing constant new people into your business because some people are going to love you. Some people are going to love you not so much, yeah. but if you're bringing enough people in, you're going to be fine. So what is your sales process? Is that all dialed in? Because once you get that dialed in, that could really change your life. Here's the funny thing, Vince. When I first joined your team, I said, Vince, who's doing all the sales? He says, me. I'm like, wow, you got a seven-figure business, and you're doing all the sales. And then you talk to people who are doing 10000 a month, I need to get a sales team. I'm like, sales team? For what? 
<laughs> because they hate sales. And then right. the reason why they're struggling is because sales is the ultimate, mm-hmm. I want to say the ultimate way people can see you're good at what you do. Right. Because if you can sell on the phone or however you sell, it affects every piece of your, your business. Because when you market, you understand what you should be saying to sell stuff. When you're serving people, you're always selling them. And people forget that once they say yes, and this is important, when they say yes to you, that means I trust and believe you can help me get the solution. So that's why your quote unquote program, when you serve them, needs to be good. Because even as a, as you serve them, you always have to continue selling them on the benefits of your program. So here's a perfect example. Vince. You notice in the middle of the word salesman or saleswoman, there's an S. That's very important. You just don't sell one time. You didn't say, Flavia, I love you. And then 10 years later, she said, Vince, how come you don't say you love me anymore? And you say, when something changes, I'll tell you again. No, you say, <laughs> I dare you, Vince. To like, it's like fat. I dare you to try to not say, I love you to Flavia for three days. I got an extra room if you need it. So with, with your business, you have to continually sell them on the fact that they made a good decision. So the reason why you work so hard, Vince, you're continually selling Flavia on the fact you made a good decision. You don't get the parent once. It's parenting, since we talked about that earlier, mm-hmm. because it's ongoing. So from the time you meet somebody all the way through your whole process, you have to continually sell them on the fact they made a good decision to come with and work with you. So at some point, you're going to have refunds or whatever the case may be. But a majority of your clients will stay if you continually sell them on the benefits. You, it's not like when they come into the seven-figure mastermind, we say, here's the course, deuces, good luck, let's know how it goes. No, we have to continually sell them. That's why we have the training calls. That's why we continually build courses. That's why we get up at 4.30, and I'm not a morning person. But to serve people and to make sure everybody's happy. I have to continually sell them on a daily basis. So here's a little key for everybody listening. Everybody in your organization is a salesperson because everybody's job is to make sure that we're continually selling. And this should be your mantra. Everybody needs to be selling the people on the reason that they made a good decision to come work with us. Right. Over and over and over again. You never stop. We could do a separate podcast on that. Joey Coleman in Never Lose Another Customer. Again, I know you got to hear him speak. I think. What's that? We had. A, I had the privilege of spending a full day with him. One, of, it was just four of us, as he re, remapped out our entire customer journey, which is actually something I've, I've actually studied and got deep into and understand the customer journey. He has the eight drivers. It's it's really good. So, sale hasn't actually been made. Until the customer says, yeah, because we transact the first month, they even if they pay in full, like in the month of the customer, they actually haven't made their investment back until they get the result that was originally promised. Yep. Which is why you have to. So I have a little saying the secret to selling is anticipation, which is keeping people excited about what's coming next. Because if you're not excited about what's coming next, then I can't teach you. All right, so I have to first sell you to teach you. If I want your attention next week to teach you something awesome, I have to sell you to first be there. So the real selling happens like you just nailed it when people come into the program because you know a lot of people aren't even fully 
this is another podcast as well. People aren't even fully sold on the program until they get the results. So there's this window of time. Now, some people come in, they get quick wins and they're fully sold and they're like, okay, I'm all in now. We have to understand that's the psychology of somebody who joins a coaching program. If you're selling coaching, you have to understand that just because they've given you money doesn't mean they're actually sold on the implementation of your program and that they made the right decision. And and this is huge. This is so huge. So we're talking about fat. That's the thing that's going to keep you most full. Like I know when you come into our world and you just implement liftoff, you're going to get quick wins and you're going to be satisfied. You're going to feel full. You're like, oh man, this is so good. I'm getting quick wins right out of the gate here. They come on a game plan with you. They're like, dang, I got a freaking plan here for the next 90 days. A few days ago, I had no idea if I was coming or going. So they feel full. All right. And when you feel full, that's when you can optimize everything in your training and your recovery, because fat kind of optimizes your hormones, right? So if your fat's too low, the most important hormone testosterone is as far as it is goes for a man starts to plummet. And if your testosterone levels drop, you're done. All right. This, it doesn't matter what your proteins are. It doesn't matter what your fats, uh, your carbs are. If you're hormones aren't there, you're not going to be able to build new muscle tissue. So that's why you need a sales. If the sales aren't there, there's nothing to build. There's no building blocks to build from. So I think, I think we did a pretty good job with this, but we need all the macronutrients. We need the, we need all the macronutrients. And I think one thing I would also just add is just when you're building your body, macronutrients can shift. So if I'm in a building phase, my carbs might be a little higher. Uh, maybe there's a time where I want to get ready for a, a growth surge in my business, but I need to really dial in my program first or else it's going to break. So you might have a higher ratio of carbohydrates at certain times in your training than maybe when you're trying to get uh, leaner, you might manipulate certain things. Yeah. The analogies for manipulating nutrition macros and business macros isn't working in my mind right now. <laughs> I think people know um, that. Well, the principle remains the same. You have to manipulate your macros in business based on the season you're in. All yep. right. Sometimes there'll be a greater emphasis on sales. Like you're going to be consumed more and more fat. Guys, we need more and more fat in the diet right now. There'll be other times where leads is like consistent. That's probably the, that's, that's the one that makes the most sense. You need leads consistently. Just like you need, you don't move your protein ups and downs, but carb carbs and fats typically get manipulated depending on the goal, depending on the season you're in. So just a framework for everybody to think about when you're, when we're in, when we're optimizing our program, we, you know, time going towards building the program and less time going to sales. But then when the program is better, we can jack up the we can jack up the sales so just think of those things like they're not fixed macros that you eat the rest of your life like these things can fluctuate leads has to stay steady though i think that's a good picture though so i think that's it i think we should turn this thing into a report of yeah. some a nice little summary here's one thing they could think about this <laughs> i know this is funny if you have a no fat diet call us right now because something's going terribly wrong. If you got a no fat diet, if you don't have sales coming into your business, if it's not moving forward at all, you're suffering from a low fat diet. It's probably yeah. going to work for you. <laughs> so that's probably why you're cranky, you're upset because. I got a good analogy, Corpse. Yeah, the only. So low fat diet, you don't sales. So what do you have to do? Because you can't build muscle, you have to take steroids. Right? You'd have to take, you have to take steroids. So what would that look like in business? It'd be making false promises. Yeah. 
it'd be it'd be selling like get quick rich crap, but that's temporary. Yeah, so you have to bounce to another steroid and another steroid. I don't know my steroids, but I think I just made a good point there because, yeah, uh, we could go on and on with these parallels between between right. fitness and business, but I think that's pretty good for today. All right, and just remember, just like he's saying, like artificial peaks have real valleys. Remember that. Artificial peaks have real valleys. I like that. Yeah. Well, hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Vince Del Monte podcast show. If you got some value from that, please go leave a five-star review over on iTunes. And uh, please just leave a couple words. We love those five-star reviews. It's what's I've been causing this podcast to grow. So thank you for that. This podcast is on the rise. And we are going to continue to support you. Our vision is to help trainers become lit which has become a leader impacting transformations. And we're looking to help 1,000 trainers do that online by the end of 2022. We are well on our way. And if you're ready to either start, grow, or scale your online fitness business and build a high-ticket fitness empire, then send me a message on either Facebook Messenger, my handle's Vince Del Monte, or Instagram, at Vince Del Monte, with the keyword, First 20K, I know what that means. And it means that we're going to help you make your first 20K month in as fast as 30 days, definitely in the first 90 days. Yeah. You got to be ready to take massive action, trust the process, not make excuses and uh, get ruthless with your time and know where to direct your attention and focus. And that's our job. We'll take care of that. So that's what you're paying us for. So send me a message. We'll set up a call. See if you're a good fit for the seven-figure mastermind or six-figure coach. we got two great programs that are changing trainers' lives. And if you're ready to be next, I look forward to seeing your message. Take care, everybody. Ciao, ciao.